0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another new episode of the Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world. I've been working with a lot of clients recently who bought a new house and renovated it completely from the floors to the ceilings, or they were living in the house at that point and decided to renovate it completely. Um, this has been happening a lot, especially since COVID, like people living in their homes are going, oh my God, it does look shit, let's change it. So, um, I have usually come in when they're about to move back in and they've had to deal with the dust and the heat and the contractors still on the site and find a lot of snagging issues. Um, and I know a lot of people are renovating currently their own house, so I wanted to give you my tips on what to look out for when renovating your home so that yourself some just some of yourself the aggro, you know, especially when dealing with contractors and designers. Um so these are my top tips to help you. Um first, find the right contractor, designer, architect for you. So talk to your friends, talk to your family, ask on social media groups, on interior groups, and, you know, Facebook, on Twitter and stuff. Um, and find the right team for you. And also ask them for reviews from per- previous clients. So, you know, and if possible, go to the houses to see what has happened and what they've done. Um, do not go on one person's experience, you know, ask them um, if they have been timely in their deliveries, you know, or ask the clients if, you know, these things... Ask them if they've been timely in their deliveries, if there have been any issues, how they build the client. Um, If they build them for items that they actually did not actually use in their renovation, you'd be surprised at how many shady people, you know, renovators do that, you know, or builders do that. Um, So make sure you feel comfortable with your contractors and that you have good communication with them that they have integrity, and they're organized. My contractor for my bathroom did amazing work. Like his, you know, tile work, everything was really, really good. But he was ridiculously bad at communicating. He was ridiculously bad at the admin side of it. And he was new to the business, um, and it was all too overwhelming for him. And he finally got his wife involved to assist with dealing with clients like me. Um, and he realized and I you know, I sat him down and said, look, you need to be more organized in this way. And I explained to him about my business and that I've seen this all so I could give him my tips and tricks. But yeah, it was painful. Um, and it's it too much stress. You don't need that stress. You need someone who can communicate with you or somebody within that team who you can communicate with, who can be that point of contact when there are questions, when there are issues, um, when you are looking at bills and going, why have you charged me for this? You know, um, so make sure your builders and your designers and your architects can work well together as well. You don't want them squabbling and miscommunicating, as it will cause delays. Um, I've seen that often in different houses when I've been there. Second of all, if they're going to renovate the house and they say that they're going to do it in three months, they're lying. They are totally. Talking rubbish. It took me a bit over four weeks to do my small gut bathroom. They gutted it and they rebuilt it, and it's not even a big bathroom, but it took just over four weeks to get that bathroom done. Um, so even if they have a full team of 50 people working in different areas, they will not finish in three months. and if they do, they are angels they are miraculous. They are a rarity. Diamond in the rough. I would say. But yeah, most of them are talking out of their ass if they say they can finish in three months. Um, You know, because they have to have five people working in one small area. So it's one person to stand and watch with tea in his hands. He's the boss. Two to boss the other two. One to hold the item and one to do the actual job. So that's usually just for a little draw. So... Yeah, you think it's going to get done in three months? It's not. Okay, let's let's just be realistic, all right? Um, And talking about realistic. Be realistic about what you want in your home. It's really well and good to look at design shows on TV, to Pinterest your dream home and create vision boards and, you know, do all this stuff. If it's not going to work for your home size, for your budget, and for the amount of stuff that you have inside your home currently, I mean, I won't lie. And if you've listened about my bathroom renovation, you'll know that I did do the Pinterest thing. I did do the vision board. I'd been doing the Pinterest thing for my bathroom for years until I got to it. But when it got to the point, it was like, this is what I can afford. This is what's going to work. And like, I had my mum work with me to do the kind of design bit of it. And then, you know, when I bought the stuff, went, this is this. And she was like, yeah, this will work. And that's it. But be realistic about your budget about what you can fit into the house. You know, it, it looks beautiful on Pinterest, but remember, they are just what's in fashion at the time. So this whole beigey, minimalist, gold handles and stuff like that, or pink bathrooms, that's just a phase right now. It will go and then it'll be something else. So think about what you can afford and, you know, what you actually like and what will work for your house. Being minimalist is all well and good, but it won't work if you've got a lot of stuff in your house. Um, Also, a good thing to think about is making your selections from your tiles to your appliances to your flooring. Make that all before the project begins. So finalizing your selections earlier ensures you stay closer to your total budget and gives you a more realistic schedule for your renovation. And you can also find out you know, what works and what will fit into the house earlier on. You don't want it all happening at the last minute. Now, let's look at the cabinetry. So look at the cabinetry in your kitchen, your lounge, your bedroom, your bathroom. There are so many space-saving cabinetry that you get now. So go to places like Ikea or furniture stores, you know, MFI and these kind of places and Check out what they have and what kind of cupboards they have available. Um, A lot of them are space-saving kind of cabinetry, which is amazing. Um, To see what works for you and, you know, if you can, remove the cumbersome big cupboards and wardrobes and drawers that are in your house right now and get these space-saving ones. I mean, things change over the years. I've been doing organizing for over nine years now and things have changed immensely over that time. So I've seen different kinds of renovated houses and it's it's been amazing to see. And there's always changes and always things to look at. But have a look now at what is working well, what will work well for you and your house and what will make it practical. Um, you know, and it's a good way to look at these things so you ne- know that you don't need to like then blow up a wall or change the layout of the floor because you can work with the cabinetry that's available now. And if you've got cupboards like in kitchens, like my kitchen cupboards, don't go all the way up to the ceiling or as close as possible, it's a waste of space. So if I do do my kitchen, I will change the cupboards and change the layout of the cupboards because it's so ridiculously ridiculous right now. So, you know, think about that and think about what you want to make it work for your space and what works within your budget. Um, For cut kitchens um, and bedrooms and bathrooms, there are things that are so awful to use that I see all the time. So I will tell you quickly, in the kitchen, there are these pull-out cupboards, usually with gray shelvings that come out and there's shelving on the doors. They're precarious. They are rubbish to put you know, your sauce bottles, your pantry items. They are a pain in the ass, opening and closing, and just not safe for your stuff. And plus, you can't fit very much in these these little grey shelving things. So, use proper shelving instead. Um, you know, forget about this this silly pantry thing. Also, in kitchens, you don't need all those gadgety sections in the drawers. They t- take up valuable space and don't work for most family households. You can get those kind of gadgets closer to the end of the renovations and see if you really do need them. But like they're things like knife holders and things to hold cutlery. You know, it. it you know, and it's vert. It's vertical, not horizontal. It's just there are so many silly little things, especially for kitchens from this. This one company, a German company, that everybody buys from, and it's just useless. And they have like these dividers for cupboards, which don't work because you don't have the same kind of crockery or cutlery or glasses or whatever. It's it's just ridiculous. What you need in drawers, usually in kitchens, is the right size cutlery tray. Like whatever the size of the drawer is, you need the cutlery tray to fit in those drawers. Now, if you can get that from the company that made the drawers, that is perfect because usually any other cutlery drawer say from Ikea or Crate and Barrel and stuff the Crate and Barrel cutlery drawer is very good by the way but it usually will not fit in these nice fancy kitchen drawers so try and get the cutlery drawers that match with those drawers that you're buying that's my biggest tip but other things just are pointless but completely and utterly pointless take up loads of room cost lots of money like they're like 200 euros each you know for each little gadgety thing it's 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 just a waste of money. Like, don't, don't go there. Please don't. But that gray pantry thing, I cannot tell you how much I do not like that bloody cupboard with the, the sections. Anyway, rant over about the kitchen. Let's talk about the bathrooms. So in the bathrooms, in the cupboards, make sure you have deep drawers, please, for your toiletries. Bear in mind that there is a sink and there's the, the plumbing situation within it. But make sure you have deep drawers for your toiletries because your toiletries are usually quite deep on like long and stuff. Yeah, get the right size. Um, And, you know, think about what you need in your bathroom. You need space for your towels. You need space for overstock toiletries, for the things that you want to put on the counter that you use all the time. So make sure you have enough space to put all your stuff. Are you going to put your makeup in the bathroom or are you going to put it in the bedroom? Think about things like that. You need to think about what's realistic. So what is in your life right now? How do you use your bathroom right now? And how do you want to use it moving forward, like using all the bits in the bathroom? So do think about that. And it's lovely to have glass shelves to put all your little knickknacks and to put like one candle and one perfume. But it won't work if you have 100 perfumes. It just looks cluttered. So either get rid of the perfumes or think about getting something that's a bit better to hold your stuff. To hold your perfumes that you're going to use. You know what I mean? Um, with the closets, I have discussed how to design perfect closets before in episode 185, which I will refer to in the show notes. Have a listen to that before you design your closet. Cannot reiterate enough that you make sure you have long ha- hanging sections. Um, I have had to deal with a closet recently and it hasn't got long hanging sections and it's a pain because the client has long dresses, has long Indian outfits, and we are having to fold it in half and it just doesn't look great. It it doesn't, you know, considering this is a brand new, beautiful closet, it, it's, it's not looking great um, because we're not able to hang the clothes properly and they're not able to breathe properly in that closet. Um, also check the size of, you know, the suits and the shirts in the cl- closet. So make sure when they design it that your shirts and suits are not going to end up on the floor and even the trousers because, yeah, they don't think of these things when they're designing it, you know, these closets for people. Um, so make sure that it, you know, it, do the measurements if you must and, you know, or make them do the measurements to make sure things do not touch the floor when they shouldn't, you know, including long dresses and stuff. Um, the other one is shoes. And I talk about this in the, the design closet uh, episode, but it's, it's something that's happened so often that I have to reiterate it as much as possible make sure they check the size of your feet and the depth of the shoe cupboard and also that the shoe cupboard will fit all your shoes properly because I have had to deal with shoe cupboards where the shoes were too big and were hanging off the shelves because the Muppets didn't measure the size of the man's big feet and then the designer was getting arsy with me as if it was my fault That I was organizing the shoes and going, they don't fit properly. They're falling off. So make sure they measure your feet properly or measure your shoes. Like, I don't know how hard it is for these designers to not think about that when they design houses so often. But, you know, there are Muppets out there. So think about that, especially if you have big feet. Okay. Now, I would remiss if I didn't tell you to declutter before the renovation starts. So whether you're moving your stuff into storage, into a temporary house or into another room, declutter, declutter and declutter. I have worked on renovated homes and I've had to try and accommodate the clutter from the old home in lovely new home several times. I'm doing it currently and it is breaking me because there is so much stuff. There isn't enough cupboard space because they haven't built it. Because they wanted it to be nice and minimalist and beautiful, but they didn't consider the amount of stuff they already owned or didn't declutter beforehand. And this is not the first time this has happened. This happens a lot with houses when I renovate, and you know. And then we have to deal with not just organizing stuff into the house, but decluttering at the same time, which takes up time. And you know, clients don't realize that, that it will take up a lot of time just to do the decluttering and then the organizing. So if you can do the declutter before you move out of the house, before you give the house over for renovation, you don't want to have, you know, pay storage fees for things that you don't actually need. That is clutter. So if you can do decluttering beforehand, do it. It's the best thing I can suggest to you. And plus, if you do the decluttering early enough, you can see how much stuff you have and what you then need to put into cupboards. So you can plan the cupboards better because you know how much stuff you have to fit into these cupboards. Um, so, yeah, declutter. Just, it's it's an awful experience for me. It's an awful experience for organizers when we have to deal with, you know, your new home and having to deal with boxes and boxes of clutter. So, yeah, do it, please. Um, And whilst you're waiting for the renovations to be built, do a declutter of your old items as well. like so, if you go to storage space, do it there. If you can't do it beforehand, do it there. Um if you live in the Middle East, you'll often find the house has two kitchens, one for cooking and one for show. And I, I I think it also happens in America now as well. so there's like the the, the kitchen for the cooking and then there's the show kitchen that's on Instagram. Um, so make sure that the cooking kitchen has aircon in it, um, because, yeah, this is a thing that happens as well, that people think that just because they have cooks or chefs or you know whatever, it doesn't matter that they don't have aircon. But the cooking kitchen is one of the hottest areas in the house, and you don't want someone sweating into your food. So get aircon built into that kitchen. Get aircon built into all the areas, especially if you live in a hot country. Um, so yeah, think about that. Um, if you want to save time and cost, do not move the sinks and toilets in your kitchen and bathrooms. I got a new toilet, but I kept it in the same location. I had to move the sink as it was in a ridiculous location before, but it was not that hard to move the plumbing to the new area. So the cost was not that much. And with my bath, I changed it to a shower unit, but the taps were in the same location to save on plumbing costs and also the aggro of any plumbing issues arising in the future. So I save the money and the risk of plumbing mishaps. Um, So, do that um, if you're doing a renovation as much as possible. Um, You can get your contractor and interior designer to purchase all your tiling, fixtures, and furniture for your house. But bear in mind, they will have a markup on the price. Um, People sometimes, you know, often get surprised that there's markups, even for me, that I buy. Things from shops. I go to the shops. I put it in my car. I have to pay for petrol. I have to pay for looking after my car. There is, of course, a markup, and there's a markup for everybody. And people get very arsy about this. But we've used our skills, our knowledge, and our petrol to get these products for you. So you need to acknowledge that there's going to be a markup. Um, so you can have that. But if you don't want to deal with the markup and you want to save money go get the stuff yourself. So my contractor did not want to get involved in the purchasing part of my bathroom, which makes sense because people are fussy. So I went to the shops and bought everything myself, but sent him pictures and measurements for his review and confirmation. Um, But if you're renovating your whole house and buying from one, one shop, you can get a hefty discount and you can also get them sometimes to come in and do all the measurements and everything for you so do it, you could do it that way as well and then you don't and plus you're getting a discount so you're not having a markup as well. So, um, you know, think about that. Think about whether you want to do it and get somebody else to go do all that work and do the markup or if you want to do it yourself and then negotiate. And if you're do, using one shop, ask for a discount. They can always say no, but, you know, there is no harm in ever asking for a discount. Except with me. Don't ask for a discount if you want to use my services. Um... Also, when I was building my uh, bathroom, I discovered an outlet mall for bathroom and kitchen supplies in Dubai from a client who'd renovated their home. So I bought a lot of my fixtures for my bathroom from there instead of from Banyo design. And it was very similar to Banyo, but third of the price. And that worked for me and it worked within my budget. But also see if you have any contractors uh, with your contractors, if they have any leftover supplies from previous jobs. They may may have supplies that will work for your renovation, you know, including tiles or sinks and wooden floors or whatever. So, you know, ask them if they have anything or if they have any other contractors who have parts that you could get for free or for a reduced price. Um, And if you've had contractors who have dealt with hotels, they might have these pieces as well. So it's a good way to move around the stock and to get it for much less money as well. So think about that as well. It does happen in the UK and the US much more. So it's way to to make money. So think about that. I'm not sure if it's so much here, but you never know. I mean, there are so many buildings being built all the time and I'm sure they don't use all the, 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 the material that is bought for um, renovations of houses and hotels and stuff. Another thing to think about is automation. Automation is the new cool thing to do in the house. And if you're tech savvy, it's amazing. I am pretty tech savvy, but I still get stuck on certain things. But make sure you use a system that you can use and understand, especially as you get older. I have the Nest system, and it's easy to use by myself, my parents, and my housekeeper. Um, but I've seen some systems which make no sense to anyone, including myself, the tech. Tact- Tech savvy woman. You know, um, I have had older couples trying to figure out how to put on the lights and how to put on the aircon, and it just doesn't work. So, you know, make it, you make sure you check the automation and test it out in a showroom, in another house before you get it for yourself. It might sound lovely to have all this tech, but it's not great if it doesn't work for you. And also think about what happens if the system stops working. You have no lights, you have no aircon, you have to get the automation guy to come and fix it. It's a pain in the ass. So make sure it's something that can work for you and your home. Finally, rent a furnished home for a year to save you the hassle of moving your stuff multiple times and to ensure your family don't choke from the dust in your new home. So you want to be home, your home to be proper and to be made on time and to get the contractors to get into the house and do everything. So let them do the renovation, get out of their way, but do check up on them regularly. And I mean regularly, every week if you must, but make sure everything is on time and it follows the project timelines. Um, cannot say this enough as well. And you know, And remember, there's going to be a lot of dust, so do a deep clean before you move into the house and before you move the boxes in. So don't bring the boxes and then go, oh, I want to clean the house because the boxes are in the way and cleaners usually don't want to move boxes out of the way because they're heavy. So do do the deep clean and, you know, make sure the contractors are finished and then do the deep clean before you do the move into the house. Um, So these are my top tips. I hope they were helpful and useful and made sense for you, especially if you're renovating your home right now. If you are renovating your home and want someone to look at the plans to make sure they make sense for your lifestyle and your stuff, get in touch with me via the contact form at www.decluttrme.com. I provide a consultation service reviewing these plans to make sure they work for you and your household. And we'll point out if cupboards and wardrobes are a good idea or a completely and utterly ridiculous idea. So, get in touch if you do need that help. Thank you for listening as always and tune in next week for the next episode. And you can always follow me at D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E on all social media. Thanks for listening as always. Take care. Bye.